chopping bone But there's no road that ain't a hard road to travel on Everybody here listening live from the Dutch Hall, we're all going through the same thing. Just trying to get through our day-to-day -day lives and, you know, do the best we can. But you know what? If you're going to accomplish something great, if you're going to really make a legacy, like make yourself known, leave a mark on this great earth that we live on, right? You got to go through some really horrible crap first, right? Yeah. That's what Sam Roberts is trying to tell us here, folks. It's a way. Sometimes, if you want to do something real ridiculous... You gotta like go through a lot of emotional struggles, you know, just to be able to 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 face yourself in the mirror that you're doing something so silly. We're lucky enough; we have a guest who's just coming up with ideas as crazy as mine. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. You know, we got a guest here. He's 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 our second, potentially potentially our second ever world record holder that we're gonna have on the show today. Woo! I'm confident that he will be our second world record holder that we've had, had as a guest on this show. You know what it is? <laughs> it's Andy Martin. He's Whoa. in the house today. Right, the only way to talk to him. We're gonna. We're, uh, you know what? I might even say one of our guys. He might even be sitting in this room today. He's gonna be the world record holder by the end of the day. We got a challenge. We got a challenge, boys. The only way to get to the challenge is to get to the theme song. Unbelievable. Oh, it came in late. It's coming from so far away in this big Dutch hall that we were working in right now. So spread out. Yeah, we're so spread out. It takes a while for the sound of the ravenous crowd to hit us. Today, you're listening live from the Dutch hall. Welcome, everybody. We are we are, uh, have a great show for you tonight. The reason why is because Nocturnal Emissions is looking great. Nocturnal Emissions is looking as good as I've ever seen it. You know who we got here? We have Steve, the reluctant German, sitting here playing lead guitar. Hey, everyone. What's her name? Ginger? <laughs> Ronnie. 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 That's right. Ronnie Burgundy. Right beside Steve, we have uh, the uh, band leader on rhythm guitar. We have Michael Bow is in the house. Let's hear from Michael. <laughs> no, he was also on vocals. Okay, he's also on vocals. I know. That was me <laughs> Beside him is uh, what I like to call the bravado, the heart and soul, really. What is it? The, the, it's the part that makes the women's butts move in the band of the Nocturnal Emissions. It's the bass. It's Wes Hagen's on bass. Let's hear it for Wes. <laughs> Before then, he was humming E during the theme song. I don't know if you know it. He's right beside him. He's the bartender, and my brother, Paul Van Dyke, is here. Let's hear it for Paul. We also are very lucky to have a returning studio audience member. And you know why he came back? He came back because I needed 20 bucks for that t-shirt. That's why. And he's here in the house. Manny Fajo is hey, here. Hey, 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 hey. 
Happy Easter, everybody. Oh, yes, and recording it live for pros posterity. Posterity, not posterity. <laughs> posterity sounds like you're putting something in my mouth. She's my wife, uh, Dr. Jane Van Dyke is in the house. That's here for <laughs> Our guest this evening is the unofficial world record holder for breaking VHS tapes with his bare hands like a real man. It's Andy Martin all the way from uh, down the road. And uh, we have a, it's a great treat. And I am your host, two times president of Club Award winner. I forgot myself. Two times president Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Let's hear it from me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And on me. How do you do that at the end when you, you know, I don't like it, like showering praise upon myself. <laughs> Those trophies are right there. Yeah, they are right there staring at me in the face. Right, right flanking our mustache uh, trophy, the, must, the greatest gift I've ever gotten in my life, which was Dave Charter's mustache, which brings us to uh, this mustache contest that we're all embroiled in the middle of. Oh. Three of the four of us are in the room today. You notice in the introductions we didn't introduce Dave Charter's. <laughs> who is the uh, man that writes the music for the show. He's missing today, as always, mm. you know? That's odd. And I don't think uh, Dave, I know this is the time where the Sheik usually comes in. You know, it's a full house today. You couldn't, we didn't invite the Sheik. Can't fit everybody. We can't fit everybody. <laughs> so, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. He's not here. That's, That's pretty, pretty good. good. We have soundboard Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so we got, he's a real deal, though. Anyway, so Charters didn't show up again. Thinks his family and his, uh, his his livelihood is more important than this show. Does it to us every week, almost. But Charles, uh, what he did do, uh, what was I going with this? He did, uh, he, I saw him today. I saw his mustache. His mustache is fine. It's looking good? It looks like it's stalled to me. It looks like it's stalled. Yeah, I see, I see Michael right now. I'm looking at you. That thing is robust. Like, there's no other way to, to describe it. It is nice. There is, you can't see any of the skin between the hairs. Is that the rub, <laughs> is that it? Rubbing on a microphone? Wow. Oh, that really came across. <laughs> That's gritty. That is gritty. Paul, what about uh, yourself there? Like, I think your beard is looking uh, bushy. Are you happy with the progress of your mustache? Um, I'm, no. You're gonna have to find ways to to really like uh, incorporate your beard into your mustache. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you're gonna have to do something. I, I don't know. You're gonna have to think outside the box. <laughs> yeah. Think outside the box here, but it's coming in. I got a hell of a beard. Yeah, I know. He's gonna. It's a mustache competition. It's a mustache competition. That's why Jarters gets us. Otherwise, he would be not even in the running. It would not be between even. Paul and me. Paul, yeah. Paul's evenness of his beard is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. It grows so even, and it's the same color and everything. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's very lucky. <laughs> you know, they. Uh, uh, I can't wait to weird facts because I got a weird fact about beards, oh, which might be of interest to people <laughs> in the room. Spoilers for early in the day. You know what? Usually, when people get into the banter here, some people will listen to the show. They will listen to the band at the beginning of the show. They listen to the band, they're like, you guys are good. Right. right? Then the Pete's little banter, this theme song's good. Then it gets into this part, people just shut it off, right? <laughs> so they never get to the guest. Right. So what I like to do is say, uh, I would, my guest is actually, he's, he's, he's world-renowned. He's going to be the, in the world. He's the ba best at what he does, right? Yeah. How often do you get someone like that in the house? Not too often. But what he's doing it for is a good cause. He's breaking VH, VHS tapes in his hand. It's got broken in two pieces, correct? Correct. And so it's going to be broken in two pieces. 
And if he can do that, he can gain awareness by people looking at the spectacle he's created. He can gain awareness for a good cause. And his good cause, I'm going to, Andy, I don't want you to, I don't want to screw it up. So I'm going to ask you to, could you please uh, explain why you're doing it so early in the show so we don't, so everyone gets to hear it. Right. I'm raising awareness for, uh, of COPD. It's a, it's a lung disease, uh, chronic obstructive lung disease, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. And uh, it's a progressive disease that's characterized by sh uh, shortness of breath, but all the time. Oh, yeah. So you, you're probably thinking asthma, but it's not asthma. Asthma is characterized by attacks. Um, this is like what would be like where people, uh, we, we see guys like that are on like oxygen and stuff like that. Exactly. Like Emph emphysema. And emphysema stuff? is a member of the group of diseases called COPD. Oh, okay. So emphysema is in that group. Right. Oh, I see. It was like chronic bronchitis. Right. So anybody you see with smoker's cough or like wearing an oxygen tube, they right. most likely have COPD. Right. And this was a, uh, and so how do you, uh, by gaining awareness, is that able to direct people towards a site where they would donate money or is it, uh, or is there a place where they get information about it or is? Currently it's just an awareness raising campaign, but I am in, uh, partnered with the Lung Association and eventually, once we decide on a date for the record attempt and, uh, and a TV show that'll host it, uh, we're probably going to be doing a website with donations and all that stuff. Oh, great, great. So, uh, anyways, there's a plug. How would people get a hold? How would people find you and, and be able to follow you for your attempts and stuff like that? Uh, two ways. You can, you can look for me on Facebook, VHS Tape Ripper, all one word. Uh, actually, three ways. So, uh, Facebook, YouTube. Or my Gmail address, VHS Tape Ripper at gmail.com. VHS Tape Ripper. All one word, so you can Facebook it, you can YouTube. I got a couple of videos up on Facebook channel right now. Or sorry, on the YouTube channel. And uh, and a good friend here in uh, in Port Dover has, uh, has set up a Facebook page for me. Cool. Great. Um, so uh, we just get back. To, so we got the plugs out of the way. So to get back, we got the mustache contest. I think everyone knows I'm going to win it, right? It looks very clear. Is that what people assume? Yeah. Oh, is that what's going what? on here? Hmm. Mike, you think Mike's got it, Manny? Oh, yeah, huge! Look at that, people. Thanks, Manny. You're right, well, boy. you really did. <laughs> it's gonna be hard to get out of there. You can right? get into like a full handlebar on that. I thing saw, and I'm just like pull it off. I think I'm gonna like just slowly work my way up and just go with whatever's the best. Well, I'm you know, excited baby, about shave day. Yeah, I'm excited about shave day. day. One week from today. One, one week from, from today is okay. the big mustache contest. That's what we're getting at. The big mustache contest yeah. is next week. We have coming in. We have Jason Allen, uh, Matt Ferguson, and Ryan Vandenbush as our judges. Wow. And uh, and we have for a tiebreaker, uh, Tyler Shazma is coming in as our mustache mm -hmm. enthusiast. Mustache enthusiast. He, he does have one. He does have a mustache, and he's been rocking it unironically, I believe, for some time. Quite so. a while. Right. I think the early Vegas odds would be on a mic over there, man. That guy's got a, a nice mustache. Well, Manny, what you're what you're missing out on here is uh, you're missing out on creativity points, and you don't know what we're gonna do with sculpting. And sab sabotage is still in order. Oh, uh, that'll. Oh. Uh, I know those. Uh, Mike, why don't you have a couple more moonshine cherries? Yeah, no wonder I haven't been sleeping well lately. Yeah, I'm worried. Yeah, I'm worried because I have a, I have a, like one of those surgical masks full of nair. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the right opportunity to grab Mike from and behind. Just, and just my mustache. Yeah, is just gone. your mustache is gone. <laughs> and then I have like white cream on my teeth and then morning. Yeah. The fuck. And don't worry, I'll glue mine onto your. Or you'll be gluing charters onto yours, it's right? Red. All of a sudden. Yeah. Also, you got charters mustache to fill it in. But but your girlfriend loves it. 
She does love, she's digging the beard, yeah. Yeah, she's digging the beard. Now, my wife, it's clear that she would love it, right? You're saying right here, it's clear she'd love it because she's been married to me so goddamn long that, uh, it's that just it's just different. You know, it's just different. Anything that would change. Change like, up, yeah. I think if I got a horrible, disfigured scar across my face, you know, it would be a t tragedy for me. I'd be like, I'm not beautiful anymore, <laughs> right? But that, but to Jane, it would be like, oh, at least he's it's just a different, different guy. It's like a wig. Right? I was bored of that beautiful <laughs> bastard. Now with this guy, he's like Patch from Days of Our Lives, right? <laughs> I need a rougher, rougher guy. <laughs> Resemblance is uncanny. Yeah, like, or Harry, uh, you know, maybe got a Harry Potter thing. I got a lightning bolt <laughs> scar on my forehead. I like it, right? Remember when I got in my vasectomy and my penis turned a different color? <laughs> 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 that was good. Those that was good times. That was good, good times, good you know. Switch, switch, that was better than a blonde wig or anything like that. That was a whole different color. She never thought she would get one that color, and she got one that color, right? She couldn't do much with it though. It's tender. Still, still the same size. Right? Yeah, it's still the just same the size. Change. Then you just argue with her. You're like, see, he was wrong. They're all the same size, yeah. or what color they are. No. No. <laughs> it looked a bit. It did look bigger though. It did look bigger. I can't tell you why. It just did. What was it swollen? <laughs> swollen. That counts. That counts. Yeah, it counts. I don't care. I take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Do the people get collagen injections in there? Is that like a real thing, or is that a Dutch Hall fact? <laughs> Probably a Dutch Hall fact. I'm sure it happens. Well, how do you do the enlargement things? Like people get enlargement, they put something in there, isn't it? Like silicone. I've seen everybody's use that awesome powers pump. The pump. Yeah. What does that do? It just like hurts it so it swells up. <laughs> See, that's what it is. Hit it with a hammer. You sell it with a hammer. You might be able to sell that. Put it in the put it on the merch table for a big tour coming up. Mm -hmm. So that's what it is. We got mustache contest yep. next week. The week after that, whiskey drinking contest. Whiskey drinking contest. Big couple big weeks. Big weeks. And that is the first day of our tour where it's actually a live show here at the Dutch Hall on Thursday night. And we're heading off to Orangeville to Kipsy Saloon. Mm -hmm. And then on Friday, we are going to the Italian Embassy in uh, Kingsville, is what I'm calling it. Wow. <laughs> and then, uh, so if you want if you want to be able to go to any of these events, what you got to do is you got to reach out to me online from the DutchHallGmail.com and I can uh, give you the details of where it is and how to get there. And, uh, and we should be able to arrange it. But space is limited. And I have to vouch for you. So if you seem crazy, You're out of here. I might come up with an excuse to say no. I won't tell you where it is. <laughs> is that a deal? Unless the guy that the guy that's running the place tells me I can bring anyone we want, then then, then, it's, I, open. then it's open season and any lunatic can come. Because you like meeting new people. Yeah, I like new people. I like crazy people too. They're more interesting. Don't you think? Yeah. Wes, you would think you'd like crazy people, wouldn't you? Yeah. To a certain extent, they're more interesting, right? I think so. We're all crazy. Yeah, in our own. Yeah, exactly. Right. What What's the difference? One crazy versus another. So you know what we should do? We should really get into a segment that. Wait. I think. Uh, oh, what I got to talk about with the tour. I forgot to talk about the tour. I did write notes. I should read them once in a while. So we're going to this thing. We got. We 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 actually have uh, costs associated with the tour. Yes, we do. And uh, so, if anyone is looking for spot to sponsor this tour. Uh, beer companies would be great and we may have to go to knock on their doors specifically but anybody that wants to contribute a couple bucks to help us cover some of the costs of this tour 
uh, we will give you any signage at the at the event and if you wanted to have any of your products uh, featured on our merch table uh, they can be uh, featured it's all just for a price reach out to me at lifeinthedutchhall@gmail.com or on Facebook or Twitter Instagram any ways you can get a hold of me and uh, we will uh, accommodate any sponsorship ideas we already want to thank our friends from CleanFlow oh, yes. for giving us some some uh, sponsorship uh, toys to help uh, make the tour more fun so uh, spread the love yeah they've really done a good job they got part of the tour sponsored and van dyke party services but we don't usually talk about that until a segment we call feedback we got feedback we got feedback Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week's feedback, as always, is brought to you by our good friends from Amazon, who sent me a check the other week. And I think I might be getting one from the U.S. soon. I'm, we're getting dangerously close to getting a check from those those people down in the U.S. That's as well. That's big money. Uh, well, that's worth a lot more than our, sure our chicken scratches, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, but, so uh, then we're going to be really high rolling. Then maybe we don't need that sponsor. We're doing things our way. Well, no, we're no, like, no, no. sponsor. <laughs> yeah, we are definitely going to be a sponsor. No. So, you know what else is going to help? T-shirt sales. Yeah. If we get T-shirt sales, it's going to help us out. There's but, new ones available, isn't there? Yeah, there are new ones available. We sold a bunch actually just yesterday. Really? And, uh, oh, there's people who gobbling them up. They love the Dutch Hall T-shirts. They're so soft. They really they're pop. They're beautiful. Yeah, they really do pop. They're better than the old ones. Paul's wearing two at one time right now. <laughs> he has one over the other one. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Nice yeah, and we were talking about... So, anyways, I was talking about Amazon. You can't buy that on Amazon, but if you could, what you do is you go to Life from the Dutch Hall website, you click on the Amazon banner, and you do any of your Amazon shopping, some of that money is going to come back and help the show. Otherwise, if you don't want to click on the Amazon banner, click on the VG Meats coupon, and all you do is you print that out, take it either to the locations in Simcoe or Stony Creek, get a good deal on some freezer steaks, maybe some ground beef. I had some ribeyes I did the other day. I did the Dutch Hall deal. How were they? They were delicious. Well, I ate them with my parents. I'm not going to be eating them tomorrow. Oh, not on Good Friday. <laughs> No. Not on Good Friday. No. It's Holy Thursday today. You know what? I feel like Jesus with this beard. <laughs> and I didn't cut my hair or shave my beard for Lent, the whole entire thing. You know, I liked it so much to go full Jesus for Lent. I'm doing it every year. Is that your new thing? Yeah. This is my charters yeah. thing. This is what I'm going to do. No shaving or cutting my hair through Lent. On Jesus. And then until Father Al finally notices at the end of Lent when I'm doing the last Let the Die Walk. That you should carry. That I should be carrying a cross. I'm the guy to play Jesus in the Delhi March. What? It's a dream. You put it out there into the night sky. I know I'm a small C Catholic. That's I criticize the church, but it's a role I've always wanted to play. Jesus on Good Friday getting his ass kicked. That's it. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> It's a great role. It's a great role. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Why not look the part? Yeah, yeah they keep getting Mexican guys and stuff to play Jesus. <laughs> Why not Dutchman? <laughs> just letting his hair out. Yeah, he's just a Dutchman. I think we look more like the Romans. That's what I really think. Like, I, th I think so. I don't think we were very Jewish looking. <laughs> no. No. Anyways, uh, so we're on uh, VGs. Yeah. You know, the only other thing, I, the only other sponsor I got to plug is Lakeside Vista. Lakeside Vista, if you want to book any events in one of the most beautiful locations, you got a music event or a corporate event, maybe a birthday party, and we'll get to that later. Maybe some Van Dyke Party Service. It's a double. It's like Jetsons meet the Flintstones with Van Dyke Party Services meeting Lakeside Vista. 
But if you want to check out Lakes Vista, you go to lakesidvista.ca. They got a 3D video of the property. Check it out. See if it suits your needs. It's great because Lakeside Vista. Where the views are beautiful. And the last sponsor is, of course, Van Dyke Party Services, brought to you by our friends from Clean Flow. You know what? This is Easter weekend, and uh, there's a lot of events you have to go to, uh, usually, especially if you're uh, a, a Christian, you know, during this big feast of Easter. You like Jesus? Yeah. What I like to do is on Thursday, I feast. It's Holy Thursday, right? So I feast on Holy Thursday. On, on Friday, I mourn. I mourn the death of Jesus Christ. Of course you do. Right? On, on on Saturday, you know what I like to do? Reflect. That's what I do. I reflect. Look at things. Yeah. I wait. I think about think about things. Then on Sunday, you know what I do, Michael? What do you do? I rejoice. Who doesn't rejoice on Sunday? I do. I do. Well, and on Monday, I laugh at it. people that have to go to work. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I always got that day off. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Easter weekend. I do it every year. And that's the kind of Catholic I am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Rejoicing isn't done enough, I don't think. Michael. I don't think so either. Especially on a Sunday. We should all rejoice. Not every Sunday. Not in ordinary times. Fuck that. Why can't we? <laughs> what? Why can't we just rejoice on a well, Sunday? Well, you could. What are you rejoicing about? Just We're just rejoicing. So you're having a day to rejoice? Why don't you rejoice every day then? Good point. Why aren't we rejoicing right now, Michael? I Where's am. my moonshine cherry? I'm rejoicing that I'm in the Dutch Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Van Dyke, they, uh, my point is, you just looked at the, the conversation, the sparking conversation we had. Can you imagine if you had five Van Dykes at your oh your God. events? Rejoicing. Your, rejoicing. <laughs> Easter dinner. You think Easter dinner, you're just having an old ham, you know? You're having an old uh, ham, maybe uh, some potatoes with your family. You don't even really like having to spend that much time with them, you know? But you invite three van, uh, five Van Dykes, at least minimum, minimum. maybe maybe 29. Maximum. maximum. <laughs> 29, between 5 and 29 Van Dykes will come to your house, and all we're going to ask you for is $100 of cold lard cash, and all of our expenses are covered, of course. And if you're not 100 completely satisfied that your Easter dinner is not better than it was before you invited three, five Van Dykes. It's simple. You get your money back. $100 of cold lard cash given right back to you. We won't touch it. But those expenses, I'm sorry, there's no claim on those expenses. I'm going to be 100% clear on that. Because they've ran through your, uh, my body, yes. and my cousin's bodies, and most of the, and potentially your. <laughs> Is that how the commercial goes? Don't live your life in regret. <laughs> You're right. Van Dyke Party Services, reach out to us at lifeinthedutchhall@gmail.com and ask if you'd like to hire us. And people say that sometimes they listen to those commercials and they say, "Are they are they kidding or are they serious?" Dead serious. This is dead, dead serious. There is no nothing a joke about this. The only thing is that we have our captain, which we have allowed to have veto power. I hope the power doesn't go to his head, is what I'm saying. Because we have to let, we have to sometimes let these parties go. Well, leaders say they can sometimes let it go to their heads. Yeah, like charters. Charters and Hitler. Charters and Sadi's missing an Easter talk. Oh, really? Yeah, because he's the... Charters have really mailed it in this year. He's tried to do nice things. He helped that one homeless guy, but the rest of the land was... So so. Yeah, it's because he's almost killed himself. Right, right. It's time to like, two years. Maybe not do that. And it didn't help him at all. No. He went right back to the same old charters. Right. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, this is last. I guess before we start morning, let's all cheers to people coming in for 
Uh, with a moonshine cherry. Red, the color of blood. The Jesus. Right. This is the Last Supper. Mm. In the Last hey, Supper, um, Jesus got the moonshine cherry out at the very end. Yeah. No wonder Can I have a beer? Birds. I'm the worst Catholic ever. I have no idea what you're talking about, Pete. Right? You don't know? Well, no. Jesus, on the on uh, Holy Thursday, Manny, I'll tell you the, the story. Jesus and his buddies got together for a dinner. There was bread and wine. I think that was mostly what the dinner was about. What? No? You don't know? I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm like in, in awe of this. I have no clue. Really? <laughs> You're like the worst Catholic ever. <laughs> worst Catholic ever. Baptized. First communion. I had uh, confirmation. And then didn't pay attention after that. Didn't pay attention. Thank you. <laughs> Can you happen? say the Our Father if we ask you to say the Our, Our Father? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Yeah, I, I don't know if what a good start. <laughs> That's a good start, though. You nailed the beginning of it. You're okay. I usually, I usually just listen to others like, while they're saying it. So, like, if I asked you to say, like, you know, the one you have to say in confession? The one they say, like, it's uh, like the act of contrition? No, no clue. You have no? no clue, no. Oh, my God, I'm very sorry, that one. Yeah. Remember that? You know what? I should even Do you know what, Mike? Do you know what, Mike? Do you know that prayer? No? Do you know it, Wes? I know. Holy man. I know. I, I think you, you, you sit in the box and you say, my name is Steven... It's been 36 years since my last <laughs> <laughs> These are my sins. Are you <laughs> ready for Is that it? Yeah, and then you go like, oh, then you have to, they say, do the act of contrition. I think it's like, oh my God, I'm very sorry for having offended you. And then I start going into grade 10, um, <laughs> grade 10 uh, Shakespeare that I memorized. So it's like, <laughs> I can mix it up. It's like, uh, <laughs> what was it again? Uh, oh my God, I'm very sorry for having offended you. Yet if my name weren't. Liable to fear, I do not know the man I should avoid. So as soon as that spare Cassius, what? <laughs> that makes yeah. that, mix two I mix things two things up. Yeah, I get mixed up. I had to memorize both of those things around in school, and they got mixed up in my head, and so now they run together. It sounded good. <laughs> yeah, it sounded important. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. That's the stuff that goes on in my head all the time. <laughs> those sorts of little things that are in little cupboards in the back that all of a sudden pop out. Two bullshit things that melded together in some weird mixed up memory okay, of two yes. wrong things that I thought I knew. Both of those are probably wrong. Sounds good though. Yeah, sounded good. Anyways, where were we on the feedback? We got feedback. Every week we get feedback. Yeah, thank you. You guys are on it today. I like it. And uh, we get some, we got this one from uh, live from the Dutch Hall, gmail.com. We got a guy a message from a guy, a GK. GK from the Westchester, New York. Westchester. You like, mm. he said, uh, started listening to your podcast, uh, podcast much more frequently while I'm putzing around. Good for more than a few chuckles. Pleased to see it's getting real momentum, and that you were able to make fun of charters on a regular basis. <laughs> Say hi to the guys and keep it coming, uh, GK. So you know what, I'm gonna give him right now, right out of the gate, right first there. feedback. Wow, UGK, okay. listener of the week. He's listener of the week. Right. This is his week. Yeah. Thank you for thank you for reaching out. And then you know what else? This this is a. Yeah. Where the hell is Charters, man? Every time I come here, he's not here. I know he's he's looking at. I think he's uh. There's there must be some buried uh, tension between the two from the high school years, man. I remember geography class, but. uh... He was a little bit of a smart ass, I guess. (laughs) He still is. Fuck charters. Yeah, he's not here. But you know who uh, who hasn't been in here in a while on feedback is uh, is a a super fan of the show, and he's been he gave me some feedback just the other week. His this is a quote. He said, uh, "K 
Cal Ripken of Pussy, I almost put it in the ditch. What? Wow. So that's what he said. And that was, uh, so we haven't heard from us, Kyle from uh, oh. Kyle Van Dyke, uh, super fan of the show. <laughs> hadn't heard, uh, hadn't heard from uh, some feedback in a while. Got some from uh, Kyle. He also said he wished the show was every day. That's what he said. <laughs> said he wished the show was every day. Me too. So we went, to, we went to iTunes. You know iTunes? It helps us when we get people to get feedback on iTunes, and we got two this week. Uh, one was from a guy by the name of Rooster2k7. It <laughs> sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. It sounds a lot like the guy who writes the music for the show's handle, online handle. And he says, uh, it's entitled, My Mustache is Strong. <laughs> he says, I can't wait to glue it on the bartender. I'm going to eat oysters for lunch that day. Oh. Is what he said. Man, that What? And I'm telling you, Dave, if you mixed up the rules of the contest, the rules of the contest are that if the, the loser gets Dave's old mustache put onto him and the winner gets their mustache put into that jar, because we don't need to honor Dave's old mustache. We need to honor the new great mustache, right? I like that. We got to look to the future. So Dave's oyster mustache if it wins, it goes in the jar, right? And the old mustache would then go on, on the loser's face. On the loser's face, yeah. isn't that how it works? That's exactly how it works. That's right. We need to make things clear. <laughs> Don't look at me. Paul's giving you dirty looks too, because I know what he's thinking. <laughs> he wants to glue it on Steve so bad. Sure. He wants I to glue it right now. He's because we're not shaving Paul. Because <laughs> yeah. Paul's got Paul. You're worried about your shaving your your chin. Is that true? Correct. Because you because you're embarrassed by your chin. Yeah, my, my chin looks like an ass. <laughs> he, has a, he has a cleft chin. Right? Got a bum oh, chin. Yeah, it really embarrasses him. I, I don't know why he's embarrassed by it, but I think but I think it makes him look like a you know uh, what do you call it? Bum face. Yeah. Balchinian. Balchinian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Jeez, <laughs> oh, Anyway, so Charter's Charter's a lot of confidence. Thinks he's gonna thinks you're going down, Paul. So that's a, just just more uh, fuel for the fire. I think that if you try real hard, put your mind to it. You stop biting their hairs on your lip. Let that stuff grow in. <laughs> your second. You know who we got the other iTunes feedback? Good for you. Yeah. You know who else we got feedback from? Uh, was a guy who's been in hi uh, in, on hiatus. We have not heard from him. He's been our, our longest listener. He's been here every week. And uh, we even have a theme song for him. And this week, actually, his feedback is the theme song. So what, I think we'll just play it. His real feedback says, I'm back. Five stars. Really? And it's a nice line to this his own theme song, so I might as well sing it for him. Ready? Perfect. One, two, three. Here we go. <laughs> two, three, four, hi-ho. Hi hi-ho, hi-ho. It's, it's off to bed we go. I'll get you drunk on midget spunk. Hi-ho, hi-ho. <laughs> That was written by the Haitian Dwarf himself. Uh, he wrote his own line for Amazing. his own song. He's back. Yeah. yeah, he's back. Yeah, HD, we, we haven't played your song in so long. We had to 
count ourselves into it. Yeah, and I'll let you. Up, I'll bring you up to date on what happened with the Haitian dwarf. The Haitian dwarf apparently he was protesting our show, unbeknownst to us. We did not get the message that he was uh, protesting our show. We just thought he was something terrible had happened to him. You know, we were worried for him. A listener, old listener of the show, who always been in contact. Turns out he did con communicate uh, to our friends from live from life from the Barbie Mansion. Oh, really? And he put a message on their uh, iTunes page for their podcast mm -hmm. saying that uh, he is going to boycott bo both of our shows unless unless we kiss and make up, is what what he said. So he was very ups upset that about uh, their displeasure with us for not defending them with to our listeners' barrage of, of attacks. So you know? he was boycotting our show unbeknownst to us. He never told us. Mm. So Haitian Dwarf, if there's a little lack of communication there, and I think we miss it, we miss whatever he's trying to do because we made up pretty quick there. I mean, they said that they're cool with it and everything was done. And then by the time it got noticed and was talked about on their show, uh, it didn't make any, it didn't really lack the, uh, it didn't really carry that much punch. Yeah, it was all good. Yeah, anyways. They were, uh, you gotta let us know, HD. We don't yeah, know what's I mean. going on. Like. So he's back, anyway. So it's a reset here. <laughs> I think it was a terrible failure. <laughs> and you know what? They, uh, Charters, uh, Charters, they, the girls of Barbie Mansion figure that Charters is the Haitian Dwarf. Oh. Right? So he's writing music for their show, and he also is a... Well, they believe he's the Haitian Dwarf. They believe that Charters is the Haitian Dwarf. Now, if that's true, that means Charters gave his own feedback and the Haitian Dwarf feedback, right? Double feedback. He's just like, he wants the whole thing to be about him. Right? Which does sound like he's him. He's the Clark Kent I don't know. Clark get a feedback. <laughs> this charters, yeah. So, Haitian Dwarf, we're good, glad to have you back. I look forward to hearing what you yeah, come up with next you, week. And if anyone wants to send in the Haitian Dwarf theme song uh, ideas, you can send them in your lines to us at Live from the Dutch Hall Gmail or whatever, Facebook, Twitter. And uh, we will uh, enter you in the draw, which will happen next week for Live from the Dutch Hall t shirt. Oh, yes, wicked. that comes next week. So, uh, there's the that, and if you send in show ideas, always we like to put you in the draw for that. Those two uh, shirts will be drawn next week, and uh, on the uh, mustache show, oh, it's a big, a big event next week. A couple mm -hmm. big weeks. Yeah, yeah, a couple Coming big up. weeks, and then the big tour. So thank you, everyone. I'll to that one for sure. I'm really looking forward to uh, the next few weeks coming up. It's going to be an exciting time for life with Dutch Hall, and uh, this is an exciting night. We're very excited to have our second world record holder. We had Lucas Wilson, and he broke out of a uh, of a straitjacket, and he's got three world records for breaking out of straitjackets. He has been on the show, and now we have Andy Martin here today, who is uh, Andy. Oh, I should, I should always end with Andy. Andy. Yeah, sorry. Andy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be a part of a world record breaking. Right well, now. I, I don't get so, don't get, this isn't yeah, official. It's unofficial. Oh, it's unofficial. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's unofficial. Need, like, Guinness okay. arbitrators here. Unofficial, official. official. I, I've seen it with my own eyes. That's official. Right, right. Well, we got to. We're we're gonna we're gonna cut your mic. <laughs> Andy is fucking revved up over there. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, anyways, no, we have a guy. It's coming. He is. Uh, you are the unofficial world record holder for breaking VHS tapes, Andy. I'll call myself that right now. Right, because right. there's no one out there, and I'm gonna tell you, we are the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting. We've made the claim, and it's an unsubstantiated claim. But anybody would like to answer that claim? To say otherwise, to show me evidence to the contrary, I would accept it. I would think that you're in the same boat on that. Yeah, um, 
unofficially, I've been doing this in private for 15 years. <laughs> so you, you, you actually, before it ever became a concept for a world record, you were, you were breaking tapes? I was at work one day, and I was frustrated, and I said to my colleague, I'm so frustrated, I think I could rip this tape right into two pieces. And then I just did. And then I occasionally would do it at work once in a while. And because uh, we recorded on VHS back at that point, because uh, I work in the broadcast unit at City Hall in Toronto, and uh, and then uh, years later, after occasionally you know doing it, uh, November last year, we found uh, a long lost box of tapes in the in the storage room downstairs, and I quickly grabbed it and ripped one. And another colleague of mine who hadn't seen me do it before, his name's Paulie. Uh, he said, wow, Andy, that is so cool. You can't keep that private. And, uh, and, he said, <laughs> and, and I said, what the heck's on those tapes? <laughs> well, those were blank, the ones that I ripped in front of him. Oh, but, uh, You know, a lot of city council and stuff and, uh, and executive committee and all those standing committees. Um, and then, so I looked online for evidence of anybody in the world doing it. And there was nothing. And so I looked at Guinness and there was nothing. So I made an application, and uh, it was for uh, most VHS tapes ripped in one minute, because that's what I do, I rip a tape in half. And uh, so it was an application to, to, for them to open up a new title, a brand new record, because there was not and, uh, and then that was in early December of last year, and there's some stuff that's flowed from that. Right, that just, so within, uh, of 2015 or 14? 2015, just last year. So just in that much time, this is how all this has come about as a concept to applying for the record to now it being approved, you said, or like, yeah, it, it's been. Yeah. So originally there was a rejection uh, and there's been a whole story in there too. I did a new spot on, on CTV news with Norm Kelly, who's the deputy, we used to be the deputy mayor of Toronto right. and essentially was the de facto mayor after city council stripped Rob Ford of his powers during the scandal. Right. And now he's the, uh, Twitter king of Canada. So he had me into his office. We were going to do a Twitter thing and then CTV news was there. So I was on the news that night. Oh, really? And, uh, that was like January 18th. Um, and then the next day I got a rejection from Guinness. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. They, and they, then the did, records management people got back to me and said, I'm sorry, we, we can't open up your title. We can't monitor it properly. It's it's too specific an item. Um, did they did, then, because of the press, did they make you reapply or did they think it would be a good idea to reapply? Or? Uh, well, there there's a bit of a story there. Oh, sorry. The, the Lung Association at that point, because I was loosely partnered with them, they started a petition. And uh, the petition went out, and then there was another news story on CP24 in Toronto, and uh, Rob Ford tweeted it out directly to Guinness. I'm not saying that was the reason they changed their mind, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so all those things, I think, came together, and uh, eventually Guinness, Guinness did say yes. That, like, three or four weeks later. And, <laughs> and do you think that had anything to do with it, or just a public outcry, or the fact that there was some like, legs to it, maybe... I made them interested in Guinness again. I mean, Guinness is only is going to be interested in something that's going to help them, right? Well, they're. I think they're interested in uh, in uh, releasing my story to the media. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, so once there's a buzz surrounding it, it's got more value to them, right? So then, where they would reject it before, it gives it new life again. Yeah. Once other yeah, people. It's, 
endorse it. It was weird because, you know, I, I thought when I made the initial uh, application, I didn't think at any time that they would say no. I thought it, would be, it was such a cool concept and, and there, are, there are some records out there that are completely ridiculous. <laughs> mine's ridi mine's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like guys lying in pools of jello. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Unofficially, I don't know. That yeah, at first I didn't know if you just could sift through and there was this one, then you practiced it. But you already had the gift, and then you tried to sell it as being something that could be worthy of the record, right? That's yeah. How, yeah. Yeah. So, so like, I I think that um, like um, the fact that you're able to do this, you said you don't like to make a spectacle of yourself. That's what you were telling me before Not the normally. show. Not normally. Not normally, because you have a you have like a you have a real job, right? Like, like a, you have a very serious job, and you have to like. A, I'm in the audiovisual broadcast unit at City Hall in Toronto, and I've been doing behind the scenes for decades. Right, right. So you've seen a lot go down in City Hall over the last few years, like or the last little while, right? And you were mentioning that you already that. knew Rob Ford, and that he he helped you with your campaign. So and you you worked closely with him, right? Or like well, no, and I or like hardly, you would have even knew each other, but. When he was mayor, uh, and for any of the mayors, I do the press conferences. Right, right. So I'll set up the sound and work with the media and, and get that ready. We also do the broadcast to uh, the local cable channel. Has it been crazy then this week with his passing? Has it been like really busy? In it was nuts there on Tuesday. Uh, and it's going to be nuts there again next week when he's flying in, in state for two full days. Two full days in state? Is what yeah, starting it? on Monday. Now, is that normal for a normal mayor? Like, is it like if, if Mel Lastman died, would they do the same thing? In my experience, no. No? Not normal. Yeah, I can't remember the, the last, last mayor time that they died. Had a, the last time they had somebody lying in state was Jack Layton. Oh, right, right. You know who they'll do it for as a mayor is Hazel... McCallion? McCallion, yeah. Sasaga? Maybe. If she ever dies, but you're, she won't. You're probably right. Her, <laughs> her and uh, Keith Richards are going to live forever. Right. I'm like Yeah, yeah. She's the best. <laughs> Have you, have you met her? No, I've never met her. Oh, yeah? She's crazy. Like, she's like a real ball of energy, that lady. She's still... <laughs> Fire, they call her. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. in her 90s or something. You know, no. Hazel, Hazel... What's her last Hazel name? Hazel McCallion. McCallion, right? Hurricane Hazel. Mm -hmm. Right? Anyway, sorry. I don't know how I got sidetracked. No worries. But, uh... <laughs> so, what we have here... Paul's already tried. My bartender, Paul's already tried to break one of these VHS tapes with his bare hands. Mm -hmm. Right? He did really well. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like sh like he it looked like it was, it was attacked just... by a Tasmanian devil, exploded, <laughs> right? It was just that one piece with the back guard that he, yeah. he just kind but of. He missed, failed. But he failed. No, no, it was a first. Not, one. It was pretty not a clean break. But not it wouldn't have break. counted in the contest. It wouldn't because the whole case has to separate into two pieces, including the back catch. So two pieces. There's a rules that specifically about. That's what makes yeah. these, that's what makes these interesting. I was so. Uh, how did the, when they when you were kind of inventing the game or partying? Kind of, pioneering, I like to think. Right, pioneering it, right? <laughs> so, but Guinness likes to have all the specifics, and then, so, do you have to clear, like, how many yeah, hoops are parameters. there? They've got some parameters. Uh, tapes have to conform to VHS standard. Uh, they have to be fully intact, so you can't have stuff hanging out, all the screws have to be in, all that stuff. Um, there's going to be uh, an arbitrator there to make sure that that's all the case. Uh, and then... There's a bunch of parameters for the actual record in terms of separating them. Let's see if I can remember them all. They have to be, it has to be, each tape has to be separated completely into pieces. Uh, I have to do it with my hands. No one can help me. Um, you can wear gloves, though. I, you know, it's crazy, but yes. Uh, I had always assumed 
even in my initial application, I said, I'll just do it with my bare hands. And I always assumed that that would be the case. Um, but recently, they've said, no, you can wear gloves. Yeah, yeah. I'm super pumped about that because uh, about two weeks ago, I did a, a spot on Discovery Channel. And uh, they filmed at the house. And <laughs> before the host even came in the room, I had ripped, uh, like, somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 tapes yeah. with my bare hands. And, you know, for, for sound effects and, and, yeah. and back a B-roll and stuff like that. And uh, I had literally about 15 cuts on my hand. So most of which were surrounding my the base of my right thumb, oh, right, right. and then I had to go uh, put about fifteen bandages on, uh, and my wife had to go get some gloves so that we could finish the segment. Right, right, and then you realize, hey, I don't have to beat my hands up if I wear gloves. Oh, it's amazing! It's amazing. <laughs> I, was, I was getting into this whole training regime where I was probably going to be uh, jamming my hands into buckets of sand yeah, yeah. and like Muay Thai <laughs> slapping tops of logs. But I don't I don't have to do that right now. So I can concentrate on the actual speed and execution right, right. of tape ripping and working out like crazy. Do you find that something that's so, so specific, um, like you get into the finer details of something so specific, you know, how amazingly, like uh, how you can tweak down something like that which would seem to be uh, nothing, like just like a, a brute strength. But if you concentrate all your thoughts and efforts on breaking a tape in half, you can get into that the minutia of it. Yeah. Do you ever yeah. think how crazy that is? Be the ball, Danny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Paul is a raw talent, you'd say, right? <laughs> I'd say there's some. I'd say there's some potential there. Yeah. Okay. He had mentioned earlier that he would try and break the record, and you know, anyone who is. Because it's going to be a record it's after a record. after it's I said it. This is you're like yeah. you're like you're like Michael Jordan sitting across from James Naismith here. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> this guy, you know, you could be one of the greats in the future, where you're sitting but, but in front of the guy that invented the game. You know, you think James Naismith couldn't put in the old peach basket? <laughs> <laughs> the guy had a great shot. He had a great outside jumper. <laughs> anyway, so Paul, you already broken one. I know we've oh, got yeah. volunteers. Steve, yeah, Steve, Mike, and uh, Wes, are you going to break one? I could try, yeah. Now, we got a, we got a box of VHS tapes here. I should explain to you quickly what a VHS tape is if you're under the age of probably 30. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have no idea what we're even talking about. We used to use these to record TVs and movies. Yeah, they were the before DVDs, and those would be like the CD things, or like, you know, like the discs that used to be in computers. Ah, ask it, your parents. Old, I don't care. Yeah. Old things, tapes, winding. Just, we break them in half. It's a box. <laughs> and, you know, I thought at first, I heard about the record, and I was really thinking, ah, you know what it's going to be. He's going to break it apart, like, in pieces, you know? Like, it's going to be easy. He's just going to be really fast and dexterous. No luck. No, this is, you're going to take the plastic <laughs> in your hands and with an act of almost rage. I don't see it in your face. You seem all together and nice. You know, like, you're all like, everything seems, you seem so happy. But you, when you, you got to have some sort of internal race to be able to get that sort of explosive. <laughs> the place. first time I did it, I was pretty frustrated. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably why you're in such a nice state of mind right now, or like you're so together. I bet just because you get to break all these tapes. It is. Is it uh, therapeutic? Cathartic yeah. cathartic. yeah. It is right. So it's, it's a great stress reliever. So look at Paul. Over, over 15 years, <laughs> I I have ripped a few tapes. Yeah, yeah. More so these days. This guy's going to change your life, Paul. You broke that tape, you look like a new man up there. I felt so good. Yeah, you look, you look like it changed your whole outlook on things. I think this is going to be great for you. It's a religious experience. So, Michael, I don't know. If you guys, if you don't mind, yeah, do you mind grabbing, right. grabbing a tape sure. out of that box? So We got a bunch of tapes sorry. that I donated. Do I get taught? Do I get shown? How to do? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's uh, gonna take a group lesson. Andy's gonna, yeah, like, so Andy, got, if you could uh, show us how to do it. Yeah. Dr. Seuss Green Eggs and Ham. Okay. Oh, so I old, to lose green eggs So hand. I brought some from my yeah, supply. People have been sending me tapes. Uh, I was on news a couple times, and I said, you know, please send your uh, tapes to VHS Tape Ripper Care of the Ontario Lung Association at the office in Toronto, which we can get into yeah. later. Uh, and boxes showed up from schools, and one from Quebec oh, yeah? came. Uh, and that uh, incidentally, that had my first fan mail in it, which was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, my, my contact at uh, the Lung Association was watching me and taking pictures as I opened them, and I looked crazy because I was so excited, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just nice that people notice you're trying to do something and people are noticing it, right? Like, that's a big deal. Yeah. And then when they start to contribute, it's awesome. Uh, I've also hooked up with a, a VHS tape recycling company because a lot of people don't know that you can recycle VHS tapes. You just need to do it specially because there's, like, 30 different components in here. Oh. So you can't just bring it to a recycling, uh, like a, a municipal recycling facility. They, they won't take them. Right. Um, but these guys, they're like a social justice company, and they hire people with barriers to sit and take these apart and deal with them appropriately. It's easier and, if you smash them first, right? And I do part of their work for them. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so they hunted me down after the first segment with Norm Kelly and said, we want to work with you, and now they're my recycling partner. Oh, cool. Yeah, so all the tapes I get, whether I rip them or not, they're going to them for responsible recycling. So if people want to send me or bring me tapes... You have, you have makes, two good things to do with it. Makes them. people feel good. Yeah, it's amazing. So, so this yeah. one we got. What do you got? The green eggs. I got eggs. green eggs. So what, what's Dr. the technique Zeus. here? The general technique. So uh, before before we do that, I just want to tell you about the thing I was telling you earlier. Uh, I brought five tapes that are titled "The Adventures of Mary Kate and Ashley." Oh, <laughs> so Ashley this one's called "The Case of the Christmas Caper." Steve, you've got school dance party. School, oh, school dance, dance party. Does yeah. anybody? I've got, my uh, I've got mouse hunt here. Mouse hunt. You want mouse hunt? Oh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> James, James, so I got a Berenstain Bears birthday boy. You want to try that one? No, yeah. I can't do it with my thumb. I hurt my yeah, thumb. Oh, okay. Falls on again. Okay, so what's the general technique and how to how to how to bust one? Okay, so gentlemen, uh, let me just uh, stand up here. I'll just swing the boom. All right. So the way I do it, and there's probably other ways to do it, but the way I do it is I kind of over-palm it in front of me. So I've got my palms kind of covering the whole, uh, the ends of the tape, and thumbs over top of the back long clasp, because the whole thing has to be ripped into two clean pieces. Okay, so this is what I do. And then if you're right-handed, which I am, I kind of hold or push forward with the left hand and rip back really quickly with the right. And you gotta be strong, because sometimes the shards will cut your hand, right? <laughs> So All right. this is no, no half-assed measure. Right. One. one. So you ready? Uh, one, two, three. Oh. <laughs> Mine wasn't good. Steve's oh. got like uh, Mine wasn't good. I did, I did like two pieces, right, Steve? Yeah. Is that, is that no, I was going to put gloves on for that, but I didn't. That's broken, so that's got to be two pieces. Anybody get right. caught? How, how do you make it cut? I'm like, no. I don't how does it feel? think so. I got my roll. My roll. Wes, you seem to be smiling a lot. How's it feel? Oh, that's not two pieces. So the tape, there's 400 meters of tape in those things. Depending on the type of VHS. You need a bigger recycling box. All right. So next time I put gloves on. 
So it does so take a little did, snap. So sure. the whole thing yeah, was pretty good. Distraction. So like for you That's a to, lot of funny. to see that no, rod talent, eh? You're looking at it and you're thinking back to your old days in September when you started doing this thing. <laughs> like, they, they, that's, they're, uh... We're talking 2001 is the first time. Oh, 2001-ish. Somewhere in there. Oh, okay. 2001, you've been breaking them? But yeah. recreationally. Nowadays, I do, because I'm, I'm, okay, I'm cleared. I feel um, like there was some inner rage in those breaks. <laughs> uh, really Everybody's got a big smile on their face right now. Awesome. Yeah, everyone is. Like, it's like, a, it's a bit of euphoria. It's like when you have a good Thanksgiving dinner. And you sit back and no, no one's talking, you know? They're just eating and enjoying it. And that's what it is like right now. Everyone's just got this, like, look of contentment. And all of a sudden, they unlock something inside of them that let them actually feel this goodness, which is busting a tape with your bare Amazing. hands. I didn't uh, I didn't catch everybody's uh, finished product there. Huh? Mine was terrible. Well, you, was just I got my tape was caught up. Yeah, I so... Broke it, but the oh, tape was rolling out oh. of my... So, yeah, the, it, when that happens, you just swing right back. I didn't back. pull back enough. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes, yeah. Well, also, you know, in your first rip, you're you're maybe a little tentative. You're you're not sure how much force. It's like cracking an egg open. <laughs> so shrapnel's <laughs> really twisted. So the shrapnel's fun too. Yeah. If so could we do? Do you have five of? Do you have five of them to do? Or like, can you, can you? Do you have? Well, could you do like? A, <laughs> look at that one. We could time you. See how long it takes you to do like five. Would that work? Or is that well, going to be too much as you worked out today? Well, I did, I did a huge workout this morning. <laughs> right, so right. I'm, I'm, I'm a little... All right, no problem, no problem, no problem. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to promote the big deal. You know what it is? It's like you don't want to give it away. You don't want to be, like, uh, showing your goods. You want to be doing it at the day where you're going to break the record, right? right. Well, there's also uh, where I, I have a YouTube channel and I'm doing some videos. I'm going to do a video, a, a third video this weekend. Um, the second video we filmed about 10 days ago... I had a personal milestone in that one, right. where I do the Guinness and I announce that I Guinness said yes, and uh, and you know I go for, go over some of the stuff like the Ontario Lung Association, why I'm doing it, and the and the project at Real Recyclers, and then I rip as many as I can in ten seconds. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. So we can just check that out on YouTube. Yeah, on and YouTube. I was really pleased with those results, YouTube. even though at the end I flubbed. Oh, really? I, I, well, I'm just. Well, that's I'm, good. Then you can see room for improvement. Totally. Um, so currently what I do is I just have a table beside me with a stack. Um, so for this for training, but I'm designing, I'm working with some, I'm going to be working with some folks from, uh, design services at the city, I think. And then we're going to be uh, working on towers to hold the tapes for proper stable distribution. Oh, so yeah. we're, you know, we're going to work on some ideas. Like I, my, my idea is that these the towers, but then they could be sawhorses in front of me with like. Um, holders. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm actually more disposed to the to the tower idea. Yeah, well, I hope it. I, it sounds like it's a it's it's amazing how much it goes into making an event like this, and I, I really do appreciate you coming in today. Uh, we will get to we again. You're raising awareness for the uh, COPD. We got a yep. chronic the, obstructive <laughs> pulmonary disease. Oh yeah, well one one we're, we're gonna do we'll just do one quick plug and then can you want you mind staying around for uh, uh, weird facts as well? Sure. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, Paul, Paul and you one on one, one tape. It's gonna be just a no, two tapes. Two tapes. We'll do two. Two tapes. All right. <laughs> two tapes. Okay, this is it. <laughs> All so right, guys. Really head, head. While they're setting up for this, this is kind of a comp competitive sports thing, right? I think this is enough time oh, yeah, to do a little sports break while we're oh, waiting for Paul oh, and okay. uh, and Andy to set up. 
Oh wait, what we do is a little bit of I think oh, oh, this Star Wars. I've been, been saving episode one. Unfair <laughs> advantage. I call unfair advantage. You want the you want the We're talking about cops yeah. and balls. Talking about a little Netherlands football. We're talking Mary about cops and balls. So, Michael, we're going to do a little sports Greatest break today. Parties. What is the... Uh, Two takes. Yeah. We have... Uh, you have to grab it real fast. Hey, Paul, we're doing a show here. <laughs> we just want to throw a big up to uh, a legend of football. A legend of... That's football. With your feet. Right here. Yeah, with your feet. Actual football. Yeah, football so with, with your soccer. feet. Uh, Johan Cruyff, uh, Dutch lady, passed away today. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he, is, uh, is he of the 73 he, team? They say, yeah, he, they say he invented the beautiful game. The, more like yeah. the game they play now, with right. the goals that you... It's just ridiculous. He was, he was one of the pioneers, so it's yeah. a right. tough day for... So, like so a prost Sweet. to... Uh, yeah, prost. That's right. Prost. <laughs> All right. Great. Cheers, everybody. Prost to Johan Cruyff. All right, so look, we look to Johan Cruyff. Mm-hmm. And we have here two, video, two VHS tapes. We have two competitors. In the first corner, the challenger... He's uh, weighing a bunch. <laughs> Wearing a 2XL t-shirt live from the Dutch Hall. Two, 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 He's my brother, Paul Van Dyke. His, uh, cha- the champion. Champion. The champion. Andy Martin is, is here, the world record holder unofficially challenging Paul. So uh, the rules of the competition, one, two, three, go. You'll break three tapes. Or you break two tapes. Two tapes. And then what, what do you do? Like, hands up, and we we can then look at the evidence of seeing if you both broke them in two pieces. Everyone agree with the rules? Yes. Yeah, yes. All, right. All right. One, two, three, go. Oh! Oh! oh, oh, oh. Now, is, anyone, is, there, is any of those going to be... <laughs> They're all broke. Oh, this one, we got to... This is a real close call. I'm going to say Paul had that. I saw that. I was watching it. I had every focus on that. It was too close to call. I think we got to give him full effort for both of them. Uh, it's not the first one. But I think Paul's was more of a Tasmanian disaster <laughs> than uh, Andy's was. I usually end up cleaning these up myself. No, he's not clean. He's clean, bro. Both of them. I felt it. <laughs> I don't know. I tell you. He felt it behind the bar. Hey, let's end this show with some weird, uh, with some weird uh, facts. It's so much fun. It is awesome, isn't it? <laughs> I think you ignited a passion in Paul for <laughs> tape ripping. You know, there's just... There's a certain percentage of people when I tell about the, the record, they're like, oh yeah, I'll break that record. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot of dedication to happen. figure out the minutia, but I don't know. Awesome, awesome. Weird facts. Well, every week we do this, uh, we do like the end of show with weird facts. This week's no exception. You know what's a weird fact? We know it's true. I'm going to tell you right off the bat it's true. It's not a true or false question. It's a real fact. Uh, Canadians are required to solve a math problem before claiming pro- uh, uh, bet- lottery winnings. Before claiming lottery winnings. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I told you it would be true. That's what I said. And they, they said... But, you know, people in the world think it's a ridiculous fact. But for us, it's a normal fact. 
You always know if you win a lottery, you got to do that 25 divided by 6 times 3 plus 4, whatever that is. It's some sort of bed mass thing. you got to use your best in question. The skill testing question. But in other countries, they don't need to do that. Now, what is the point of it? Do you know, Andy? Why would they have... I think it's kind of like the same uh, reason that when you're signing into a site, they give you that almost unintelligible uh, set of uh, characters to... Oh, make to sure you're human. Make right. sure you're... Yeah, not, not a lizard. Yeah. I guess so. Do you know nearly 90, 96% of high schools in France have a condom vending machine? No. No. That's true. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Condom vending machines? No, yeah. it's safe sex. It's safe sex, and that's good stuff. Safe sex. Those French people are banging early. I know that. <laughs> You know, uh, elephants can recognize different human languages and know which ones belong to people with a history of, of confrontations with elephants. So, like, if, if, if an elephant sees you and he knows that you're, like, a German, no offense, Steve. <laughs> but mostly. And, uh, and the Germans used to beat the shit out of elephants way back then, and he hears a German accent around the corner. Even if you really love that, like, love elephants, but you have a German accent, that elephant's not going to like you. Wow. So, uh, you know what it also te- teaches me about elephants? What's that? They're racist. <laughs> right. Did you know that money... Racist. Okay, I got a... This is a question. Do you know what money is made out of? Plastic nowadays. Oh, nice yeah, answer. <laughs> this is going to be American money. American money. What's it made Not. out of? Hey, who said that? Cotton is right. It's made out of cotton. I just never knew that. It's made wow. out of cotton. Yeah. You know, telling a convincing lie to someone is more difficult when you find them sexually attractive. Jane. My dick is huge. (laughs) Here it is. Men who grow beards easily and early in life are more likely to go bald. True facts. I think I'll uh, agree with that one. True facts. Well, it's true. I can't. Paul, would you like to take off your hat and run your finger through your lush hair? Or your lush beard? Which would it be? Some of us are just... Some of of us are just pH balanced. (laughs) Have you ever heard of uh, tittles and a tattle? Yeah. You know what a tittles and a tattle are? What's a tittle? A tittle and a tattle. A tittle? A tittle is the dot on top of the I and the J. That's a tittle. And a tattle is the cross for the T. So when they say cross your I's and dot your T's, that's... uh, Tittle facts. Tittles and tattles. That was weird. Dave's loving the groove. Do you know most people would rather hurt themselves than be left alone with their own thoughts? That was at study show. Most people would rather hurt themselves than be left alone with their own thoughts. That sounds like a salt fact. That is actually true. You know what else I learned? We're going to end this with elephants. You know elephants can die from a broken heart? Those Steve has no, no motion for that. I was like, oh, it's going to end on a real sad note. He's like, elephants, oh. Died of a broken heart. How the fuck would they know that? How can you prove that? The elephant died of a broken heart. What if the elephant had, like, tuberculosis or something, you know? It's terrible. You can't just say he didn't die of a broken heart. It's not something you can diagnose. Anyhow. 
You know, that's an hour. We've got a world record holder. We're holding up, breaking world records. Everybody, thanks a lot for coming in this week again. We'd like to uh, invite you to join us next week for the mustache competition. It is going to be a Jim Dandy of an episode. <laughs> Until then, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. Andy, awesome job.